The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Nikki Spagnola. And it is high noon on a Wednesday here inside the SWBC podcast studio at the Star in Frisco. And this is a don't mess with me Wednesday edition <laughs> of Mix Shots. Don't mess with Mickey edition of Mix Shots. As we get you ready for the Cowboys and the Detroit Lions this week after an eventful NFL owners meeting yesterday. Yes, it was. <laughs> we're talking, shaking his head. We're, we're talking soap opera mess here, man. Come on, what you got, buddy? Can, can we just get along? <laughs> no, we cannot. Don't, don't mess with me, Mickey. Too much money in the room, baby. It's too much money in the room. That's all I'm saying. So, what exactly were they messing with when this came up? Messing with a big old contract. That's right. right. Money's on the line, baby. Uh-huh. TV contract? No, the commissioner's no, commissioner. Contract. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I, I'm looking at it like, okay, uh, deflate gate, right? Uh-huh. That's when, when Jerry was all in. Uh-huh. You know, on hey, hey Bob, I love you, man, but hey, it's deflate gate. <laughs> I gotta I gotta pick a side. I went against <laughs> you. Kraft was like, I'm gonna remember that. Then here comes Zeke. You know, with his uh, Ohio State antics following him into the pros. <laughs> and then uh, Kraft is, like, pulling the trigger on, hey, hey, uh, uh, Roger. <laughs> what you going to do, man, about, you know, I've been hearing about Zeke been getting us having some problems. Man, your boy Jerry's over there having too good of a time. Can we put, a, uh, can we put some salt in his, in his cereal? <laughs> And that's what happens. So let's let's tap the brakes on this that's contract right. extension. Mm-hmm. Hmm. He called his boy Roger. Jerry's like, I don't like Roger that much. Bob's like, <laughs> for some reason, I like him a lot. Yeah. Well, why is that? Because he was doing your biddings. If I'm if I'm paying that kind of money to somebody, I say tap the brakes too. Let's let's <laughs> let's talk this out. <laughs> but didn't he didn't he do that the last time? I. I don't know. Who, Jerry? Yeah. Yeah, he did. When when Goodell's contract was up, and he was like, well, that's not so fast. Mm -hmm. So, no different. Uh Uh-huh. Why why are we just rubber stamping this? Yeah. You know? (laughs) Jerry wanted to see what else was out there, right? (laughs) In fact, we we would all. Another commissioner? You (laughs) can see if another commissioner's out there. You can find three. Three. three, (laughs) We'll do it ourselves. It could be a triumvirate of commissioners right here. Go back to where the Cowboys Uh were once run. And I see what kind of people in charge. And I see the kind of money commissioners are making. I wish I would have stayed in law school more than a month. Tell me about it. This guy, I just looked it up. I didn't realize he's making $63.9 million a year. Yeah, bro. Yeah, Yeah, bro. Yeah. I thought you knew, man. Pretty soon he's going to be one of the owners of one of these teams. (laughs) And let's remember who's paying him, right? So I say, you know, it's a sixty-four million dollar question here. There you right? go. There you go. And you know, you gotta ask more from a commissioner when you're paying sixty-four million than just coming up here and being the being the uh, uh, the front guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just the figurehead. Being, yeah, figurehead sitting up here talking about 
you know, hey, guys, you know, we really hate what we, you know, did to the minorities and, you know, the other players back in the day. And so if that's all it takes for him to fall on the sword, 64 mil a year, and he's just falling on the sword, that's cool stuff, man. <laughs> and, and I, fall, I fall many times. And Jerry versus Robert Kraft. Pat Jones, who uh, is a friend of Jerry's, uh, he has a radio show in Oklahoma City. I'm listening to him this morning. The former Oklahoma State head coach, former NFL assistant for I mean, Jimmy's uh, Jimmy's guy, too. He was an yeah. assistant with Jimmy, replaced him at Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. He, he This morning he said, I don't care. Even at 80 years old, I'm taking Jerry in that. <laughs> you think Jerry got I'm, something I'm taking left? Jerry. <laughs> and, and Pat was at Arkansas when Jerry played football. You know, and right. People don't give him credit, but he was a pretty good football player. He was all American, wasn't he? He went all American. I thought, oh, was that Jimmy? He's a national champion. Jimmy was all American, right? No, no, no. No? Did no. they start? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. They started. Well, if he started for a national championship team, yeah, that's no, good. yeah, that's, that's right. They that's were, good. they were, uh, yeah, they won a national championship. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. let's remember the song he mentioned they sang at his 80th birthday party. Don't let the old man in, <laughs> <laughs> which means you may be old in age, but you don't yeah. have to act like an old right. man, mm-hmm. right? That's right. What else you got, Mickey? By God. Speaking of old men. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And you know what? That's accurate. Uh Uh-huh. And I ain't letting them in either. All right. So there it is. It's a it's a don't mess with me Wednesday right. edition of uh, Mix Shots. Now, we uh, had an open locker room here in the last we did. hour, right? My question for you, was there any cheese hanging from the ceiling in that locker there room? There was not. And there was a lot of, um, I think, uh, irritated defensemen in there. Okay, good. I like to hear that. Uh, Leighton Vander Esch. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could tell he kind of asked a question. I can't remember what it was, and he kind of paused and he goes, "Yeah." He goes, "I better not answer that one," and he, and then he kind of softened up and said something because you can tell it hit a chord that he was not happy with the defense and how it played. Uh-huh. Okay, I love he- I love hearing that because the reason I asked it was there cheese hanging from the ceiling is because I look at this as even though the Cowboys are coming off a loss at Philadelphia, but with the quarterback coming back this week and with a 1 and 4 Lions team coming off a bye coming in here, Dan Campbell coming back home, he's from Glen Rose, Texas, that he's going to have them uh, ready to play mm. and so I look at this as a potential trap a game guy. if they I could I knew he was a Texas guy. Yeah. I did not know yeah. that until now. From yeah. some little yeah. small Glen, town, Glen Rose. Well, he went, he he transferred to he Glen to Rose. The, he had okay. to be the biggest he, thing in the city where he grew up. Where <laughs> he's got dinosaurs in Glen Rose. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> where he grew up, they were still playing six man football, and so he basically transferred to Glen Rose so uh-huh. he can play eleven on eleven. And I think, if I read the story right, he had to go to maybe JUCO before he ended up at A and M. Um, but yeah, it was a real small. T- Born in Clifton, Texas. Okay, it was something he. You know where that is? He I pointed out that no one ever heard, and it was next to the the next town that was the biggest town. It had one stoplight in it. Yeah. So his town was smaller than the one stoplight town. Did you find it? Well, Clifton is the largest city in Bosque County in central Texas with a population of 3,400. So maybe that was the hospital they had to go to. Yeah, that might have been the one stoplight (laughs) town. Yeah. I'll do more research on it. It's, um, 
But we don't need to get bogged down in that. No, but but look. And Texas Aggie, by the let's, way, ever since. Mm-hmm, let, let's throw mm-hmm. out. Let's a th- proud Texas Aggie. Oh, yeah. Let's throw out. Aren't the, they all? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try one more time. Speaking, yes. Speaking of Texas Aggies, Rob Phillips is joining us later today, yes, right? Yes, he is. Okay, go ahead, Mickey. Go ahead. Let's throw out the 29 to nothing loss to New England. Yes. Okay. They lose to Philadelphia 38 35. Mm-hmm. Season opener. So that's what twenty four points more than the Cowboys mm-hmm. scored against uh, Philadelphia. They beat Washington thirty six twenty seven. They lost to Minnesota twenty eight twenty four and, and lost to Seattle. Vikings had to make a comeback on that. Right, two mistaken. touchdowns in the fourth yes. quarter to come what back. What was the score win. the Cowboys Eagles game? 26, 26, 17. 17 did my, was my math not good? Your, your math was way off. Oh, okay. They, Detroit scored 35 against Philadelphia, which is 35 minus oh, 17, 17 I, I, I would be 18 yeah, points. 18 yeah. points. Go ahead. All right. And then. That's what we're here for, Specs. They yeah. lose to Seattle 48-45. <laughs> Damn. So. They're putting up numbers. They. And they're giving up numbers. They are giving up numbers. <laughs> the defense hasn't played well, but they're they're score they're scoring points. I think they're the outside of when they go up against Bill Belichick. Yeah, and see the thing about it is they're they're not giving up, and that's kind of like Campbell. You know, he's a very stubborn guy. You can tell mm-hmm. that from watching him on Hard Knocks. You know, he's going to do it his way, especially when you come into a team like Detroit. But he gives them hope. Even at the end of ball games, they're down by two scores, and they're still able to make a run at it. I gotta give them some love on that, and you need to be aware if you're a Cowboys defense. So in the in the team rankings, which is yards per game, right? They're number two in offense. Mm-hmm. They're thirty second in defense. So, uh, but they've scored other than the shutout. And other teams have just scored more. Well, you know, Belichick, he has Jared Goff's number. <laughs> ever since exactly. The, ever Super, since I was thinking Super Bowl. I've been thinking about driving in that, you know, they they lost to the Patriots twenty nine nothing. And then just as, as I was turning on into the parking lot yeah, here, I, yeah. I thought Belichick's got Jared Goff's ten number. Yet ten three. The uh, Super Bowl I was at in Atlanta. Ten to th- right, right? Am I right? Ten three? Yeah, it wasn't uh, it was close to that. 13-3, it was, maybe? It was, it was ugly. It yeah. was ugly. As long as I got the three correct, that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's your point. <laughs> I mean, Goff, Goff is only, you know, this might have got distorted with uh, the shutout by New England, but he hasn't even completed 60% of his passes. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been running the football. Ah. Uh, and, 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 well, and they lost DeAndre, DeAndre Swift to a shoulder injury. Mm-hmm. Right. A couple of games and ago. he only had... Well, he's only had – oh, no, he had 27 carries. So that, you know, over four games, that, yeah. Uh, but uh, Williams is the leader. Um, he's got six rushing touchdowns. You think the Cowboys got six rushing touchdowns? Hmm. I'm sure you'll have the answer for us shortly. It was 13-3 to three in that yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, 13-3. Yep. Okay. Um, they, I, I watched the first half of the last night, the first half of the Lions Patriots game. And by the way, my answer is no. They've got four. Okay. And um, 
that actually that game against the Patriots was was closer than twenty nine nothing would indicate. There were they were there was some Jared Goff shooting himself in the foot yeah. on a couple of occasions in the first half, especially. Uh, he threw a pick. They were the Lions were down in the red zone or near the red zone. I think they were at the 18 yard line. He threw a pass on the left sideline into double coverage. They got picked off. Uh, they were down six nothing at that, three nothing at that point. And then uh, you talk about their run defense. The run defense is not good. I think they're 32nd in the league mm-hmm. in run defense. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Patriots took over at their own three yard line and basically ran it down their throat Damn. and kicked a field goal. So it's yeah. still it's six nothing at that point. Then well, and then on one other occasion, Dan Was Campbell this with Zeppi. Was Zappi? Zappi. Bailey Zappi was yes. was Zippy. a quarterback. Yeah, Zippy. and and he looks good by the way. Uh, but there was another occasion. It was first drive of the game. The Lions have a fourth and one at their own 45-yard line, and they go for it, and they don't make it. And so they gave them three points there, basically. Okay. Wait, they were what? They were they were fourth and one at their own 45-yard line. Oh, okay. They went for it, did not make <laughs> not it. Worse than Patriots us. took over. <laughs> exactly. Right. And here's the deal. We're looking at how how important, and we've always talked about how important turnover the turnover ratios are. These coaches are going for it on their own end of the field on a fourth and one situation, and if you don't make it, that is a turnover. That's yes, you know. Yes, and so if they if Dan Campbell didn't decide to do that, if he just played the game, they're playing in Foxborough. Okay, mm-hmm. just just let the game come to you. Don't, don't bring the crowd e- into exactly, the game. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Punt them down inside their own 20 or whatever mm-hmm. and make them drive the length of the field. They got a quarterback starting their his first NFL yeah. game. Yeah. Make him go the length of the yeah. field. Anyway, uh, point being, then they uh, it was 6 nothing second quarter, about three minutes left in the, in the half, and they've got a third down at the 26 yard line, uh, and he gets sacked. Okay, and so now they're it's it's a I think it was a fourth down play. All right, so now now he's trying. They instead apparently they don't have a field goal kicker. They can't kick a 50 yard field goal. They went for it on fourth down, and Matt Judon uh, flushing him out of the pocket, yep. uh, strip sack, uh, and they uh, return. Kyle Duggar returns at 48 or 58. Eight that, yards for a, a touchdown, and so right now there. all of a sudden you were about to you if you had a kicker, okay, you were about to at least kick a field goal and make this a six to three game, and all of a sudden you're down thirteen to nothing. What's going on with their kicker, Spags? Well, I was just going to tell you. So the kicker, uh, it says parentheses practice squad. So they've maybe they on their third kicker. They're on their third kicker. Because Michael Badgley mm-hmm. and Sam Ficken yeah. are both now on the practice Why is that squad. <laughs> so Sam Ficken, Siebert, the way he said it. Siebert, Siebert had been their Cybert. Cybert, yeah. It's Austin Cybert. He's he had a been their sooner. kicker. That's how I know how to pronounce it. He, he's only name. attempted five field goals. He made three. He's twelve with twelve on extra points. Uh-huh. Um, so it looks like these other guys, they haven't even – they've got them listed on the depth chart, and they haven't kicked. And their other kicker they had – Eberly. Yeah, Dominic Eberly. He was let go. One of one. Yeah. Yeah. So they've only made four field goals so far this year. 
Hmm. And you're thinking when you score that many points, you're probably, you know, what? Apparently they're just scoring touchdowns. No, they just go for it. They just go for it rather than kick field goals. I'm going through that game, and, and last night I went through the the drive chart on it, and I said, "Now, if he would have just kicked, the, if he had a kicker, right, and he would just kick the field goal, I had it figured out, kind of like on our show yesterday, yeah. that this would have been like a 16-13 game in the fourth quarter instead of 29 and nothing yeah. if he had a kicker. But he was going for it on fourth <laughs> down every time. So they have scored 18 touchdowns. How many touchdowns, just off the top of your head, you think the Cowboys have scored? Ten. Twelve. Ten. So, yeah, I, I don't think you need to hang any cheese if they are paying attention just because it says Detroit, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think Vander Esch was asked the question, I think, after the cameras left, and he either didn't understand it or he was offended by it. And his point was, all Must we have to worry about is ourselves. That's it. And, and this defense can play like that. Right. They can play like that against anybody. I mean, even with the Eagles, you know, we had our moments to where right. we had to make the adjustment. But we made great halftime adjustments. Right. I like that. What do you think the, the And defense... he wasn't happy about what happened on the possession after it got to 27. That's exactly what I was about to ask. Yeah. I said, what do you think it perturbs him and the defense the most about that game against the Eagles? Well, why do you think uh... – I don't know how many times he used it. Quinn, in his press conference on Monday, uh, used the term PO'd. Mm-hmm. And I'll guarantee you that's what did it because they allowed him to convert those three consecutive third And they downs. ran the ball. And they the, ran it on him. All the way down the field. Yes. And then finally it was a touchdown pass at the end but yeah. with men downfield. But, so uh, culprits, the fact that we were able to give it up in that manner uh, – is there something that we can hang our hats on? Okay, third downs. Yeah, they were successful. But running the ball as well, we were, we were not able to consistently keep them in the backfield. I mean, they, they were doing the same thing that we saw in San Francisco, the same frustration, long drives that not only are uh, time-consuming, but it's disheartening, you know, to your entire team. That's one of those – Moments where it's like a turnover to me when you're able to. You, how long was the drive? Oh, it was at least 75. It was after after the field goal, right? Yeah. So I think it was 75 yards, right? They start on the after a touchback. Looking at my notes. And see, that's that. It was, uh, yeah, 75 yards. Like four, thir- 13, 13 plays. 13 plays, 75 yards, and it was 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 passes, and then, I mean, 11 Run, runs, 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 and then a uh, pass to A.J. Brown for 22, and the touchdown to Devontae Smith for the final seven. Right. Now, they won't have the same problem figuring out what Jared Goff's going to do. Because He's not he running not our RPOs, right? Correct. And so they don't have to worry about And that's what gave him problems. But there may be other ways to but put him in that if same you think position about when without they had, the quarterback. When they've had problems stopping the run, people have attacked the edges, meaning the defensive ends can't be single-minded that I'm going to get the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You've got to set the edge. Yeah. Uh, and the linebackers, you know, however they're playing it. Now, I did notice that they did play some more 4-3 with three linebackers instead of two linebackers in curse or however they were kind of uh, doing it. 
but again, uh, you know they're going to come in here and say, okay, we can run the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've, they've averaged 5.4 yards a carry. So if that doesn't get their attention, now it may not get everybody else's attention outside the building, uh, but I would imagine that's been ingrained to them in the team meetings mm-hmm. these first two days, which they will practice, uh, well, maybe by time we finish here. Uh, but it's going to be a kind of a pullback practice because of how late they got in on Monday. Yeah, that's what people don't uh, understand on the travel. I mean, when uh, when you play a Sunday night game on the road, I mean, you're, on the coast, you're you know three hour flight or whatever it is, and you're getting back in at five in the morning. Monday is a rest. I mean, it's a sleep all day. No day. doubt. Yeah. So we landed right at. 3.30 maybe, 3.30, quarter to 4. So by the time you get yourself, get to the car, it's 4 o'clock. Say by the time you get home, everybody's at probably a half hour, at least a half hour away. Now it's 4.30. Well, you don't just walk in and go to sleep, right? Now, they sleep in the plane. They That's not a good sleep, But it's though. not, right? right? No, that's not a good it's sleep. It's not a restful a one. Sleep. <laughs> and not. so you get to bed at 5, 5.30. Plus, right after you got through playing, you can still feel the bruises and the bumps. Right. It's not a good sleep. Yeah. So, All right. So anyway, All right. we need to take a break. We are we past go. time for a break, and we're back with more mixed shots in just a moment. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, Can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? Great job, honey! Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! 
Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Back, back to Mick Shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, (laughs) proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys from corporate homes to your home. Have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now, 214-225-4860, kpostcompany.com. Did they get you a monkey, too? (laughs) What are we talking about? (laughs) He said when he was a kid, somebody, his family brought him an accordion. And I could just see it with a little monkey. <laughs> well, it was, a, it was a big one. I know, but you still got to have the monkey to go with yeah, it. Right. <laughs> is, that, is that what they expected for you to be in your life? Or just walk around with the corner? You know, I at least monkey? learned to read music, <laughs> ah, which I so nice. you, But you can play the accordion? Oh, yeah. Nice. To read Not music? Not very well. To read, to read Do you music. have one? And you have to, I still have it. It's, it works, by the way. I can't play it. You need to bring it up here. What, to show and tell? Everybody's got to bring something <laughs> And in the monkey, too. On man. a Friday? You got to bring the monkey. And, and, <laughs> and, and I got to the point where I didn't like it, which you yeah, can't. Yeah, I could imagine. You can't practice when you don't like something, <laughs> yeah. right? And I think the last time my dad whipped me, mm. it was with the accordion on, <laughs> and I couldn't get away. <laughs> <laughs> I can so like see you, you running. The accordion is like around your neck. Sorry, I mean, it's have a strap. Right, right. Yeah, right. It goes around oh, your shoulders, God. and you know, you got a right I'm hand sorry, and a left hand. And, <laughs> yeah, that. uh, and that's that. when we decided, yeah, maybe the accordion's not in his future. Because <laughs> you know, back But you then, still have it. Think, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got it. It's I upstairs. Think I just up my thing. How much do accordions cost? Hold I have no clue. Let me come in there for your break, Wow. I have no clue. Ah oh, man, forget that. I'll fix it later. <laughs> That's good stuff, man. I can see. Hey, I, I know that position trying to get away right. from a buck whooping. Yeah. I can That's why I was laughing so see, much. I could, I you could be in some precarious situations trying to get away from that. Boy. I could get away from my mom. <laughs> Sorry, and Chris. When I got old enough. And, uh, you know, my dad was a barber, so what she got whipped with was the barber strap, the razor strap, right? Uh-huh. And when she couldn't catch me, she'd throw it at me. <laughs> God, man, your household sounds like mine, man. So it, was it like the Cowboys had an accordion wrapped around them on the last drive when the Eagles went the length of the field against them? It sure felt like uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. That, then you understand the, that weight of an accordion, right? Welcome back to The View, people. <laughs> so getting back to football. Oh, uh, I was trying to. We were uh, – uh, James Washington, I saw him run routes when Dak was throwing on, uh, on Sunday before the game, and he was running really well. Uh, it's like I think he's told me eight or nine weeks since he mm-hmm. fractured the fifth metal. So that was who Nate was. I mean Nate. Nate texted me. <laughs> that, that was who. <laughs> Nate says no no musical instruments. No, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's who Dak was throwing to before the he game. He was one of them. Okay, and and then there was a couple guys on the practice squad. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Brent Brandon Smith Braylon Smith, the wide receiver on the practice squad? Uh, he was out there. 
Um, Brandon. Oh, it's Brandon. Brandon, yeah. yeah. And uh, there was uh, a couple more guys, and then some of the guys were acting like they were playing DB, like uh, uh, Damone Clark. He was out there. That was my next question. Well, okay, what are we? What's going to happen with Damone Clark? Because this is his third week, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I think he, just judging how he was moving out there, and he, obviously he's not going to cover it, right? right? But he's acting like it. Uh, he was moving pretty well too. You but can't Washington get out there. Was, you can't get out there messing around unless you feel good. Yeah, yeah. And, and and that's what uh, Washington was saying. Because uh, so he was placed on IR, or was it? When did he, he did it in training camp, right? Mm-hmm. Did they and they couldn't put him on pup, right? Pup, you had to be hurt ahead of time. Who? Well, Washington. No, he was pup. injured reserve right. or injured a reserve. non-football. No, injured reserve. Okay, because it happened right at the start of uh, non-football was Demone Clark. That's what I thought we were talking about. Demone. No, who, who no. are you talking about? Washington. Oh, Washington. All right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's on IR. Right. He's on IR. Oh, he's on IR. Yeah. So, so anyway. Um, I'm still thinking about you running with the accordion. With the, I couldn't run. I, was, yeah, no. I ahead, went sorry. right down to the floor. <laughs> I was probably in the fetal position. Oh, man. Uh, but he said that, uh, you know, now it's just a matter of convincing himself that he's fine. Yeah. Uh, I think you medically. You got to with it, just like with Michael Gallup. And you got to make cuts, right? right. And so uh, – and I said, yeah. I said, you know, you'll get a reminder. He says, so when the weather gets cold, did you? I said, oh, yeah, mm. for at least several years yeah. before you just kind of forgot about right. it, right? Uh, but it sounds like he's getting close. So that would be an addition to the offense. Mm-hmm. And uh, another deep threat. And a guy that can go, Yes, right? Uh, because, I mean, Gallup, deep threat, right? Uh, Lamb, but as a third receiver, I don't know – I mean, Brown seems to get open, but I don't know that he's not gonna speed. just run right no, by you. His right? is by routes, yeah, and by position. And because that's why so I think they were using Fioco out there mm-hmm. some, because he had some get up and go. Right. Uh, so he can and maybe, plus the size. Yeah. I mean, there's no, the 50-50 balls are important. Yeah. Down the field. And this guy is a sturdy-looking receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, he did point out that uh, he added to his uh, collection of horses. On his uh, ranch, nice. They, he said they just bought, they say eight or nine young horses. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he goes, you just. He said, I don't spend my money on anything else. So I buy horses and raise them. I hope to make some money from them. Good old country, they're, Texas they're, boy. they're raising. Uh, uh, what do you call it? the rope? The roping rodeo guys. Well, however, they train the horses to rope. Okay. Uh, Walt Garrison used to uh, raise the, uh, raise those, but anyway, like cutting, cutting maybe cutting is kind of hurting more. Mm. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, he, he, he I think he's getting close. So it'd be interesting to see. And they do right now have an open spot on the on the fifty two. Mm-hmm. So we'll see where that one goes. But we learned that in the that in the locker room along with. Um, Jason Ferguson, they were asking him about his touchdown, and he goes, Jake yeah, Ferguson. Jake, I'm sorry, I said Jason. Um, that uh, the move he put on the guy, he yeah. said, Yeah, when I watched it on tape, they kind of told me, Yeah, don't do that again. Mm-hmm. It's one of those, that's good that you scored, but the ball was pretty, oh, yeah. uh, it, it was out there. He was a little careless with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then he tried, he tried to do the same move later on. 
and on, he, on a, like a little bubble and the, screen. And what happened should have happened the first time, yeah, right? Well, they, when they, the guy they, ran right, right by him. Right. But with that, we'll take a break. There you go. All right, we're back with more in a moment, including an Aggie. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? Great job, honey! Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Back, back, back to Mick Shots. Live music fans, head to the Star in Frisco on Wednesday, October 26th for a brand new monthly concert series, Sounds of the Star, featuring the spectacular Southern Soul Band, Prophets and Outlaws. The concert kicks off at 7 p.m. and is free and open to the public. For more information, visit the star in Frisco.com. Okay, so we mentioned Damone Clark in the last segment, and uh, of course he was placed on NFI, non-football injury list, uh, but his uh, designation opening the 21-day window uh, to return to practice and was uh, started three weeks ago today. So the 21 days. Three weeks ago. I'm, I'm sorry, wait, what's today? No, it's two weeks. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago today. Right. Yeah. So he's got another week till next week, and then they need to decide what to do. Right. 
you want to introduce no. our hey, we guest, got, we, guest of honor? We have a guest of honor who's just, just arrived here. here. Just y'all, y'all just Rob keep, Phillips sudden, who's joined dead. us. Y'all just keep talking football. <laughs> <laughs> we got a big game this weekend. We right? do have a big game this weekend. That's the important thing. One of the reasons I was asking about Damone Clark is the fact that the Lions feature a rookie middle linebacker in Malcolm Rodriguez out of Oklahoma State that was taken number 188 overall. And I was high on him coming into the draft but didn't know much about Damone Clark. Well, now that I've learned about Damone Clark, I'm like, yeah, the Cowboys made the right pick at 176. <laughs> and then they took they doubled up on Oklahoma State linebackers taking Devin Harper five picks later than when Malcolm Rodriguez went at 193. But Rob Phillips is here and um, Mickey uh, would you like to do the introduction of Rob Phillips and what's going on with young Rob here if I can get through it (laughs) if he can't get through it uh, I got through it this morning you did it wasn't easy very good thank you well Rob's been with us off and on since 2003 and he has decided that he wants to do something else. And so this is again. His, again, <laughs> yes. This is his last official day working with us here on DallasCowboys.com. Oh, man. What's happening, Oh, uh, Mr. Walls, you know, just a uh, chance to grow, mm-hmm. chance to take on a leadership role outside of sports. You're still young. I'm still young, yeah. but I'm not, I'm not super young. So if I'm going to make the move, I better make it. Um, but I mean, this, I got to thank Mickey. Mickey actually gave me my first interview when I was still in college in 03. Um, and I mentioned Derek and Nick, a lot of people have been here a long time. I appreciate all the support this job. I mean, you're spoiled by this job because you get to hang out with legends, Everson Walls, Bill Jones. (laughs) I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's unlike any other job you get. So it's hard to move on to another one. But I think this point in my life and with my family, it's a good opportunity. Um, Not easy, though. This This is like family. I said this is like home this morning, and it is. And he's like my work dad. Has been for a long time. <laughs> We've got has a, been for a long we, time. We've got a text from a viewer. He says, uh, "Tell Mickey don't cry." That would be from that would <laughs> was be that from, from Nate from Nate. Yes. <laughs> Nate Nate knows me well more well than most people. The, Speaking, door, the door is open. Be careful. Yeah, oh yeah. Walking in yeah. Yeah. Be in any <laughs> right now. Speaking of legends, I'm going to miss Nate too. Mm-hmm, you want to go much. back to the old Talking Cowboys days at Valley Ranch? That's See, where I, you I knew got your was, broadcast start. I knew right? I knew this was coming ever since. That, that was it. your broadcast start, wasn't it? On Talking Cowboys. Yeah. Do you know where I was sitting? Uh, yeah, I wasn't going to bring that up, but if you'd like to bring it up, I brought it up this morning. It was a no. Oh, we don't have anything in here. We were going to try and react it, but react it. So <laughs> yeah. what we were doing for those that maybe not uh, remember back to 2004, uh, we came up. The Cowboys had a channel on Comcast yeah, TV. If you, if, and, you know, it was when it started, you know how many subscribers there were to the Cowboys channel? There were two, my mom and dad <laughs> and Irving. Yeah, well, <laughs> and we had, we, had and to, we had to facilitate the channel 24 hours. So we had to produce content, and then they put it on a loop. Mm-hmm. And so they came up with the idea, well, we need a talk show. So – Bill Jones and Mickey Spagnola started talking Cowboys, mm-hmm. and we do it. What is about an hour it every was, day, Monday through Friday? Felt like three hours. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and we're on camera. We'd never done anything like this, like on camera. Mm-hmm. 
And so <laughs> wait, this is this is predating NFL Network, right? That's right. This well, is before the league started their own. Wow. Network. It was the year before NFL Network wow. started. That's right. And so we decided we were going to take uh, emails. We couldn't take calls for some reason. We we were going to take emails. So well, they we had, barely had emails then. I so mean, we it had was yeah, eight, eight that years was after the too, internet was right? invented. <laughs> so we had Rob come in as our sidekick. Uh, he was like our Guillermo, right? And he's he's the but he's the young guy. He's the, the young guy, right yeah. out of college, yeah. right out of college, yeah. and. and he sat at a little table off to the side, so he wasn't. I thought it was a school desk, basically. Right. I, was, I was basically in the dark over in the corner, <laughs> uh-huh. and he wasn't nope. on the set. He was yeah. off to the side, and they put a sport coat on me, just kind of dressed me up a little bit, so I didn't look like a little kid at Thanksgiving <laughs> well, what dinner. Purpose? What was your purpose? He read, I, to read the emails. Yeah, I read the emails. He monitored to the emails yeah. and picked out the best ones and okay. read them, and then we answered them. Did you have a lot to choose from? <laughs> not many. I didn't no. think so. <laughs> no, I mean, this is about it just started. It was kinda. just getting off the ground. Yeah. yeah, not really. Not really. So we called it the kids' table, like at Thanksgiving <laughs> when everybody didn't uh-huh. fit on the, the <laughs> regular table. And that was accurate. That's what it looked like. It was, yeah. Emails oh, were, were from my father. <laughs> Bill Sr. in Irving emails. <laughs> <laughs> and no, actually, William Singer. <laughs> yeah. So, Rob, remind me because you started as an intern, right? Right. You hired came me to, with Derek. You came. Yeah. You came to training camp with us. Yep. In Parcells' first year. Parcells' first oh, year in San Antonio. Year. It was a yeah, good, year. good year. Yeah. Yeah. Turned it around. And then you graduated mid not mid semester mid year. If I remember right, like you finished. No, I had another year of college. Oh four, they went. They started going back to Oxnard, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And I was still about to graduate. Right. And I didn't have a job <laughs> out of college, That's so right. okay. I, I I was a contract guy for a year or so, and then I got hired full time. Best hire made. Oh, yeah. stop. No, seriously. Well, I appreciate that, and I've had good mentors, and you're definitely one of them. Bill's one of them. And I got to work. Oh, I got to work with Everson. I got to. I got to do a podcast with Everson Walls for like a year and a half before COVID started. Right, best job ever. I mean, it's just you know, it's uh, it's it's been a dream. Really has. So, what are you doing now? I'm gonna work for a nonprofit, um, helping out small businesses. Um, kind of a trade association to help members uh, grow their businesses and and kind of run their publications and their um. Newsletters, magazines, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I so, can see why you missed this job. It's, yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not the same. <laughs> not exactly. It's it's not sports. It ain't sports. Um, but it'll be a good opportunity to grow. No doubt. So uh, and, and you know, and and my family's been through a lot the last couple of years. So I think being home a little bit more, I'm going to try to do that. So, um, but it's going to be tough. And I, you I, know, coming up, you know, I was one of the younger guys, and then you'd always see like equipment managers, and then even some of the the uh, medical physicians and the assistants that would come in. And, you know, as a kid, you know, we all kind of go together. And you look at this guy, just a little kid out of college, whoever it is, and then next thing you know, you know, they have a position in the Cowboys organization, you know, a high position in that organization. And all of a sudden, you know, a player might retire, but then, you know, these guys are still there in place. And to see them develop, 
you know, as individuals. I, I always thought that was pretty cool because you kind of dismiss young guys like that, like in the in the training room or guys that work in the locker room. You dismiss them a little bit and take them for granted. And then all of a sudden, they're making decisions. Mm. They're making big decisions. So to me, it was just a matter of them developing as people. And it seems like that's what you're doing right now. You're developing as a person. Yeah, thank you, know? you sir. Yeah, and uh, trying to move up from the kids' table back, right. in, back <laughs> in 04 is what I'm just trying to do. I told the guys this morning on, on Talking Cowboys, like, I just – I'm going to leave. It's been, I think, 17 seasons off and on. I'm going to leave, and they're going to go on a run here. I just, it's, it's, just, it's, just, it's going to happen. This is, this is going to be the year, and I'm going to miss out on it. We'll that's be that's about sort you. of, yeah. I mean, we all face that, right? That's sort of the yeah. fear. It's like, okay, I'm throwing that. Mm-hmm. Well, if that happened, then yeah. Jerry wishes he would have fired you a long time ago. <laughs> I was the missing link, I was the curse. Yeah. Oh, those talking cowboy days. And by the way, Nate says, you're welcome. <laughs> I'll text him back. Or even could you, you put he, it in the Cowboys' perspective? Uh, one of the first things that we did that was very memorable for me and Rob, you were a part of it too, is leading up to that 2005 draft when the Cowboys had two first-round draft picks and taken Demarcus Ware and Marcus Spears. That's really the first time we really covered the draft where we got into the nuts and bolts of it and talking to old we get their high school, uh, high school coaches? coaches on the show and stuff like that. We got, we got a glimpse at Tony Romo's future broadcasting career. Yeah. He, was, he would come on as the backup and spend an hour. I mean, can you imagine him doing that when he was the starting quarterback a few years later? But like, we got an insight onto you know his knowledge of the game, which is really cool. So he wouldn't shut up then. Mm-hmm. Not. <laughs> no. Well, the, the best thing with he that, wouldn't have been where he wouldn't be where he is today without that experience. Yeah. With we Rob raised oh. yeah. Yeah. Bill Jones. Come on, <laughs> Bill Jones. I mean, Mickey think about Spangler. it. He was the third quarterback, and we used to go hang out at his locker, and he explained things to us, right? And we didn't need to write anything down or quote. He was just kind of explaining how things were, and he was always right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, maybe this guy will be able to play because he couldn't hit the broad side of a barn his <laughs> rookie year. Do you have a favorite memory or a favorite player or anything that – Oh, man. Or something you're going to miss the most? Well, besides Mickey? Besides yes. Mickey. I mean, <laughs> arguing with me. <laughs> no, he was after Michael Irvin, so there's no playmaker stories, right? I mean, No, I miss nah, Mike. Uh, Dead stories. It's got no real Dead stories no either. Um, Bill stories. It's honestly, this sounds cheesy, but it's just the relationships. I, it just like, I'm sure ever since you felt like this when you when you retired, you miss you miss the locker room, you miss the guys. This job is it's it's a challenge. It's fun. It's a challenge in that it's a lot of time away from your family. So you got to build those relationships with people. And um, I had a large group at my wedding. Uh, of, I had a whole Cowboys corner, you know, and that 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 meant a lot, you know. And yeah, so, so you know, there's, so there's something that. about your mom and your dad. Like, oh my god, these yeah, are the people spent, you work spent, with. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, and that, there's something about the the ones where your first job out of college too is uh, it's, it's spoiled. Special. You you because you have more free time. Okay, you you develop closer relationships with those. I look back at my career, and my first TV job was in Lubbock, right out of college. 
And those four years there are probably my favorite as far as establishing relationships. And so, because people get married, you have families yeah. and stuff, you don't have as much free time to do stuff with people. And so, but you've had the advantage to be with these same people over a two decade period now. Yeah, so. ab- absolutely. Um, and yeah, covered a lot of great players. Um, obviously, you know, Brady James was one of my favorite guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jason Witten, I could just go down the list. And the best compliment I ever get from a guy like Brady that that I covered for many years and probably didn't love everything I wrote was that you were fair. You know, and I think showing respect to players is so important. We would not have jobs if it wasn't for players and what they did on the field. That They're the reason we have jobs. So there's more outlets now to analyze and be critical, but always have respect for what guys do on the field. And I, I always say you don't really know, Everson knows, you don't know until you're in the locker room in January – or you're on the field and, and you hear those pads pop to really know what guys go through. Mm-hmm. It's you got to have respect for what players do out there, man. That's 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 very important in this line of business. And, and kind of along the lines of what Everson's talking about. Think about what this job has done for you in your development to where you are going into what you're doing now. As far because you came in as a writer, right? Yeah, and you got to do the broadcasting stuff, developing your communication skills and everything. Yeah, and uh, there's there's been a great advantage to uh, being being having to be as versatile as you can be and it really grew you as a person and as a employee and uh, a leader i yeah. introverted a leader he's yeah. a leader well, I, I hope so i hope i hope so we're going gonna forward. find out we're gonna find out <laughs> you know and one of the one of the great things he did that probably would go unnoticed um he started developing kind of uh producer skills for mm-hmm. TV programs. Uh, he was going on right. the cheerleader trips and doing the hour show of making of the Dallas Cowboys ca- uh, cheerleading calendar. And then when he left, it fell in my lap. <laughs> I don't know if I ever, tough, tough job. Ever uh, <laughs> tough job. forgave tough job him for that. <laughs> but no, and then, and then uh, documentaries. His, his, yeah. his work on the documentaries, the deep blues, uh, well, the last one was at the – did you do the – was it Haley or – Oh, it was mental health. Mental with, with health. With Charles. Yeah, and, Charles you know, was gracious enough to – If anybody hasn't seen yeah. that, you, you, you need to go on DallasCowboys.com and, and find seen it. it. Yeah. Haley opened up about mental illness and, uh, you know, he got him to open up. But to, to write those things and condense like 20 hours of interviews into 47 minutes, mm-hmm. it, it's a great skill and – Rob started doing that, and that was it, it. Was it was really, really good. Were you part of the twenty four seven? No, sir. Oh, well, never, no, never, no, never. that wasn't my that wasn't my <laughs> deal. But but Mickey, I mean, you've helped me with that too. And Bill, you're right about the on camera. Like, if you're introverted like me, this mm-hmm. it's it's great. It's a great motivator for thousands of people to basically be in your office every day and see <laughs> judge you and evaluate how you're doing and what you're writing and all that stuff. So, thanks to Cowboys Nation out there too. You guys are being too kind. Yeah, well, <laughs> Gotta no. talk lions. Uh, you know, we don't get to do what we do unless those people out there are paying attention, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Thank and, you, guys. And that's a kind of a, a big deal. But uh, we'll miss Rob. Um, boy, I never had to convince him to go do something, right? He'd volunteer to go do something beyond what he was supposed to be doing. And uh, – uh, it helped me out with a lot of stuff uh, along the way over these last 10 years. So 
um, yeah, you're going to be missed. Well, Nate said it's, it's time to go. And he said, Bye, Rob. <laughs> Nate's had enough. Say, Nate, say, does Nate you need guys can talk all day, but Mickey, <laughs> Mickey, Nate's about to come in there. Yeah, yeah. Nate's about to bust in. All right. <laughs> Thank Rob you, guys. Phillips. Appreciate it. Thank you, Rob. Thanks to all of you joining us here on this edition of Don't Mess With Mickey. <laughs> Mix shots. And go we'll just shout at you again Cowboys. tomorrow. And go Rob. Go Rob. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!